0: RAWF After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. I am your host, Lord Amadeus. I am also the owner and CEO of RAWF In The Game. We all know and love as Wrestler Unstoppable. Please welcome my legendary co-host. He is... Ladies and gentlemen, El Vacant is here. Welcome to Philly, El Vacant. Hola, señor. Como esta? Ah, I'm doing wonderful. We are just one night away from the biggest 4th of July celebration in history. R.A.W.S. Philadelphia Freedom coming to you live tomorrow night. Lincoln Financial Field. Uh, Among all the other 4th of July celebrations, Philadelphia is one of the best in the entire country. And we will be smack dab in the middle of it with Philadelphia Freedom. And it's going to be one hell of a lineup, one hell of a card, one hell of a night. El oh, Vacant, are you ready for Philadelphia Freedom? I am. Hey, before it gets cold, because I brought you one, and you've got to eat this hot. Because
1: right? you know, now we're in Philly. I told you I was going to try out a different thing for Philly. But, uh, through some experimentation, I ended up with a little, something a little different. So I, I, have, I present to you the Philadelphia Cheesesteak
0: Chalupa. Ooh, I like, oh, let me, I, okay, I
2: want to, yeah, I got to try that. Give me, ooh. Hmm. Mm,
0: mm. Yeah, aurora giving me food during a show is not always productive, but damn, that's good. Um, um, you like this? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, very like... good. No, just... This
0: is free, right? I don't have to pay for oh, this.
1: Your moon is always free. You know that. Don't
0: mm-hmm. All right. cool. Oh, that is delicious. I highly recommend them, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, yeah, that is going to be a hot seller tomorrow night here in Philadelphia at at Lincoln Financial Field. Looking forward to it. So we'll get to talking about Philadelphia Freedom in just a few minutes. But first, Ella Vacant, you have the updated rankings in front of you, sir.
1: I, I, I do. I do, in fact.
0: Well, please, please enlighten everybody on the latest rankings to come out.
1: Okay, everybody, this is now the 7 out of 10. 7? Uno, dos, tres. Cuatro, cinco, seis, siete. 7 out of 10. Yes, right? You have that? You got it? I don't have to explain it again every week like I explain it like to a bunch of toddlers. That way, maybe I should. Yeah, never mind. Either you understand it by now or you never will. Okay, so in 25th place, we have the Brick City Bard himself, Liam O'Shaughnessy. In 24th place, we have the Cougar. In 23rd place, we have the Lord of Pain the Nunzio. In 22nd place, we have, well, for now, Big Greg. You know, obviously, after after tomorrow, maybe we have to change that name. Uh, in 21st place, we have Cain, the Governor. That's still not how you spell that word. Like, Am I wrong? Like, I, Look, I know English is my 16th language, but that, that's not how you spell that, right?
0: yeah in britain that's how they pronounce their spell it yes is, is he trying to be phonetic i i don't know if he's a fan or not but
2: no, never mind all right
0: so in
1: 20th place we have the good man himself claymore in 19th place we have the man with the mouth money sue in 18th place we have oh when when doves fly that's right that does cry cry well i mean they also fly but in this case cry right uh, Prince, uh, go ahead, and little, time for a little purple madness over there. In 17th place, we have the Paragon of Greatness, you know, speaking of purple. Uh, in 16th place, we have oh, the Hell Machine, Luke Cage. In 15th place, we have Marcus Conan. In 14th place, we have... Wait for this, hold on. <sighs> In 13th place, we have our current world champion, the Immortal Griffith. In 12th place, we have... Hola, Maeve, I see you out there. You're you're in 12th. Right now, 12th. You got that? Okay, good. All right. In 11th place, we have Papa Shaker. That's just fun to say. In 10th place, we have... It doesn't make sense. Simply the best. In 10th place. How does that... That doesn't work. That makes no sense. You're just going to look at me. All right, fine. All right. In, uh, in ninth place, we have these. In eighth place, we have Denzel, the giant. Okay. He, he's actually pretty big. I'll give him that. In seventh place, we have Rattlesnake Ron. Well, look at you, Mr. Snake guy. In sixth place, we have everybody's favorite X-Man, Nightcrawler. And he just teleported right up there. In fifth place... We have the Huxter Bully. Oh, it's good to see him climbing back up into the ranks. He's having a little bit of slump there. In fourth place, we have the Teflon Sheik. In third place, we have the title machine himself, Mithras. In second place, we have our current extra points tourney winner, Lady Vex. And in first place, Domino Warrior.
0: So there you go, everybody. There is where you stand. Seven out of ten matches. All right. And yes, congratulations to Lady Vex winning the extra points tournament, uh which boosted her up into second place with seven out of 10 matches remaining. So, yeah, it's a heck interesting uh top 10, top 25 to say the least. Let's see what happens. We got three more matches left to go. All right. With that being said, let's now uh Let's take a look at the Xanther the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament, ladies and gentlemen. Getting down to the nitty gritty. Last week, I announced who all the quarterfinalists were uh, and who they all made the money. Uh, but we do have two semifinalists already winning their quarterfinal matches. The lovely Mave O'Hare defeating Leo to advance to the semifinals, and Sassy Applebee's defending Denzel the Giant to also. Uh, advanced to the semi-finals. And uh, Lightning Leanne taking on Devilish PC. The winner will face Maeve. Menzino taking on The Undertaker, the winner to face Sassy Applebee's to complete our final four. But this is will be uh, a first for the Xanthor the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament L Vacant, where three out of the four finalists will be females. So, uh, and I'd also like to point out only one female has ever won does the, the Platinum Dragon Memorial Tournament, that being flawless Maria, uh, about I believe three years ago. So, um, was she, it flawless. And well, you she won all her, all her matches and have a huge tournament. To that, I would call that a flawless performance. Yeah, yeah, I guess you? that's
3: fair. I guess that's fair.
0: <laughs> but so, congratulations to Mave and Sassy. They continue on. They all, each only have to win a couple more matches to win the tournament. Waiting on two other. Uh, quarterfinal matches. We will update you more next week on that. Um, I do have. Let's see, I want to point out the Powerball Contender Tournament is still underway. However, I do not believe it will be finished before tomorrow's pay per view. Thus, we probably will not have a Powerball title match at uh, Philadelphia Freedom. Due to the fact that the Powerball tournament seems to be uh, go- running a little long this month. But right now, Big F and Hitman is awaiting the winner of Rattlesnake Ron and Mark Caliber uh, to get the final, to the final match of the Powerball tournament. If that tournament somehow miraculously does finish by tomorrow, uh, sometime tomorrow, we will have the Powerball uh, title match. But uh, at this moment, it does not look that way. All right, now let's get to some GM reports. Uh, first of all, we will start with the tag team report from Unstoppable. Congrats to Rattlesnake Ron and Devilson of Hellbound, who will be facing the tag team champs hotness at Philadelphia Freedom tomorrow. The final top five teams of season five are, in first place, Hellbound, Rattlesnake Ron, and Devilson. In second place, Friendly Fire, Lady Vex, and Maeve O'Hare. In third place, with swords and scimitars, Teflon, Sheik, and Claymore. In fourth place, more DW, and Slashy. And in fifth place, the feral beast, uh, the cougar beast. So, that is your top, final top five or for season five of Tags. The new season of Tags is still in sign-ups, but will be closing tomorrow after the pay-per-view radio show. Link is on the main page. If you're in need of a partner, check out the scene and... The Extra Points Tournament for the next period is open for signups. You have one week to get signed up. All right, that is Unstoppable Bot's report. Uh, real quick, a, a Ultimate Gauntlet report from Paragon. Um, he says, just to let you know that Gauntlet will resume tomorrow after the title match between the Immortal Griffith and Lady Vex is up. So... You will be able to compete for a future Ultimate Gauntlet title match Apparently starting tomorrow Alright, next up, let's bring in The First Lady of Anarchy She runs the Anything Goes and High Voltage Invitational Please welcome <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: What doesn't kill you makes you stronger
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the First Lady of Anarchy, the Cougar is here. Cougs, good evening.
4: Good evening, L.A. How are you?
0: I'm wonderful, and how are you this fine evening?
4: I'm tired.
0: I bet you are. I bet you are. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't we all? So, (laughs) <laughs> what what can we what what do you first we will start with the high voltage invitational and and uh, dot the t's and cross the i's on this one.
4: Yep, we sure can. We have a winner. I'll announce him last, and I'm very proud of him by the way. Um, making it in for next season, we have Wolfie, Mithras, simply the best and winning was hobo ezekiel
0: all right congratulations hobo winner of the high voltage invitational he gets the shot at the unsettled chris cage for the white lightning championship tomorrow at philadelphia freedom so we'll go when will you be making the qualifying tournaments for the other four spots
4: i'm hoping to have the scene up sometime tomorrow evening or monday
0: all right thank you Uh, For that, and then Anything Goes. What can you tell me about the Anything Goes division? Uh,
4: I don't know how to stress anymore that you need to read the stipulations.
2: Reading is fundamental.
4: Apparently. Um, Apparently, quite a few people thought a particular move should be allowed after watching Several videos of that particular move. I continued with my no drop kick in that one, and we had several people disqualified because they used basement drop kick. I mean, there's mm. a lot of people that made it in because their opponent used that that move.
2: No, what was the rule?
4: No, no aerial kick. moves, no drop kicks.
1: Wait, so no aerial moves? Correct. I mean, how is a dropkick not an aerial move? You jump in the air. It's what you, literally, it's what you do.
2: <laughs> exactly. Um,
0: and That's why people got disqualified I, for using. I
1: mean, if you said aerial moves
0: only, no dropkick, then I'd be
1: arguing with you because, I mean, you, again, you, you jump in, your air, in the air. It's what you do.
4: I think it's cuz you're not flying high like a regular drop kick. I don't know cuz you don't leave the mat a lot. You know, maybe a foot or two cuz your opponent's normally on their knees when you do a basement drop kick. Or so sure. all the videos I watched were.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, you mean you definitely you jump. I mean even when you do a basement jump kick, you, you, you your feet have to come off the mat like you, yep. you, like that's how that works.
4: And I only had two people that disqualified themselves because they used a bad move. So only two people actually read it and said, oops, I screwed up, so you're going to win.
0: No, you know, and, and you, you, you kind of knew going into this that that would sometimes be the case. It was going to be a headache for you occasionally, but you have been doing a great job with that division, and uh, I stand by any decisions you make. Regarding that. So if basement drop kicks illegal, it's illegal. Not a problem. Anything else Cougs for either?
4: Uh, That one we have 20 people that made it into the next season and I will be dropping those matches after the pay-per-view starts probably on Tuesday. And it will be a TLC match. Each wrestler has to use the trash talk in their match. They must use a table with an aerial move, a ladder with an aerial move, and an attack move for the chair. Uh, All three must be succeeded at some point during the match. No defense, but that does not mean no DQ. You can still be DQ'd if you decide to use eye gouge or one of those moves.
0: All right. Thank you, Coogs, very much. And uh, I do believe that is it for our GM reports tonight. I have gotten nothing from uh, Raven or Judgment right now. So if either of them show up, maybe we can get a report from them uh, later in the program. All right. Thank you very much, Coogs. Let's now, El vacant move on to Philadelphia Freedom tomorrow night in Lincoln, Lincoln Financial Field it is going to be one hell of a card and let me tell you something the fubar city street fight is not just not just not just in the stadium but in the streets of philadelphia we're going to be all over the place because we have not one not two not three not four but five fubar city street fights scheduled for tomorrow at philadelphia freedom we are going to have people fighting all over uh the city of brotherly love including Yes, I have to agree. It is is going to be uh, it is going to be a hell hell of a uh, brawl between uh, a lot of people, including yourself and Big Greg. So let's talk a little bit about quickly about the history between you and Big Greg. He did not like the fact you predicted him in I believe it was uh, predicted him to lose his contender match. He got offended, challenged you to this Foo Bar City Street Fight. There's stipulations. what is the stipulation, and what do you plan on doing to Big Greg? Uh, well, look, I, I named the stipulation <laughs> last week. I don't, I don't know if he actually re- replied. I was kind of
1: busy. Uh, hopefully, someone saw if he replied. But uh, you know, the stipulation was, is, you know, if I beat him, he has to change his name to Medium Sized Greg until the next pay-per-view.
0: Right. Okay. Well, we will see. Uh, Big Greg's been. I mean, I. I, I... I realize – are you concerned about Big Greg? Because, I mean, he is – he's, he's not a slouch by any means whatsoever. No, I mean,
1: uh, I, I mean, let's be real. I'm not concerned about any of them. They're all little people. All right. So it is you and, and Big Greg. And
0: pick him up, throw him out the ring, I win. <laughs> it's a street fight. You can't throw him out of a ring. Uh,
2: wait.
0: You street can't like that yeah and a hardcore rules,
2: luchador.
0: Luchador. luchador
5: oh okay hey. we went over. oh crap we didn't, make that that? When I it, did?
1: we didn't make that change when, when i signed it we didn't make that change when i said right
0: okay uh gonna have to learn how to do a plancha off a truck got it good it's not what do you mean you have to learn you've done it before you did it against me remember off a truck wasn't it maybe i don't know I've seen you do it before. I don't don't remember a lot of that match. I landed on my head a few times. (laughs) All right. At any rate, other Fubar City Street Fights, you have Domino Warrior taking on Buckshot, Nightcrawler to take on Chris Sharpenstein, Rattlesnake Ron to take on Beast. Uh, Those are the four undercard street fights that we've got. And, of course, the main one for the FUBAR City we'll talk about in a few minutes. Uh, other matches, we have Behemoth versus Behemoth. as Lord the Lord of Pain, Mike DeNunzio takes on Denzel the Giant. Uh, that one just made earlier this week. Those two will go at it. In a, it's just a Behemoth-Behemoth match, I guess. Two big guys fighting it out. Should be a lot of fun. Both of them in the top 25, so it will be an important match for both. Uh, in a flag match it'll be Aaron McFadden taking on one of our newest RAWF superstars, the Doctor of Lovonomics, Necro G. We'll be hearing from Necro here later in the program. In a Liberty Bell, Bell match that has me <coughs> very concerned that people are going to end up in prison. Um, but it's going to happen. It will be judgment versus Uber Vegan T P. O. in a Liberty Bell match. And then of course Claymore challenging me to a high-voltage steel cage match. Uh, he and I will take, will go at it uh, in the high-voltage steel cage tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom. More on that in a little bit as well. Uh, Dev to take on Marcus Conan in an undercard match as well. Now let's get to the title matches. The Immortal Griffith, a busy night as always for him, defending the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship against Lady Vex, defending the Supreme Fighter Championship against Strangleheart. Uh, Maeve O'Hare will defend her Hatfield McCoy Championship against Hotshot Chaz. Killing Neptune to defend his Champions Choice Championship against the Razor in a -a take-a-dive match. Razor can only use aerial moves. White Lightning title match, it'll be Chris Cage versus Hobo Ezekiel. Tag team titles will be on the line. Hotness to defend against Hellbound. Multimedia Championship will be on the line Slashy to defend against Kane the Governor. Knox Boogie puts his Triple Crown Championship up against two former Triple Crown Champions in The Unsettled Chris Cage and the Paragon of Greatness. Naval Hair defends her Midnight Hobo Championship against Rattlesnake Ron. Simply the Best defends his Fubar City Championship against Liam O'Shaughnessy. Wildfire defends her estrogen title against the First Lady of Anarchy, the Cougar. The Immortal Griffith defends his men's championship against the Arsehole of the Month, Ds. National title Luke Cage, the, the Hell Machine, defends against the Big Greg. Mithras puts up the Platinum Dragon Championship against Ds. And in the main event, the Immortal Griffith to take on the Teflon Sheik for the World Heavyweight Championship. Woo! Wow. That is a packed card, Cardell vacant. Right off the top of your head, what match are you looking most forward to tomorrow? Hmm. I mean,
1: look, it's kind of going to be hard to kind of beat that main event. I I mean, the champ is, is pretty heated up, uh, about uh, the the sheik's recent antics, so I, I think we're going to see some some serious brutality in that one. And it's funny because it's not a full bar city, and I think he's going to care.
0: I, I agree, totally agree. That one will be a good one. Uh, personally, I'm looking very much forward to Wildfire versus Coogs the rematch for the estrogen title. Okay. Uh, that was one hell of a match at Radiversary between those yeah. two we get we get a yeah, that's, we get a that's good. we get a second coming of that match tonight or tomorrow night when wildfire once again defends against the first lady of anarchy the cougar uh and you know i can't i have to say i'm looking forward to seeing slashy and kane for the multimedia championship those two uh have been on the cusp of greatness here in REWF for a long time it'll be good to see which one of them Uh, Stakes a claim to taking the next step When they walk Whoever walks out with that multimedia championship So Yeah A huge card tomorrow It is going to be something special Ladies and gentlemen And it all starts with this man He has four big title matches tomorrow I mean What can you say He's got a busy night But he's not he, He is used to it with top two Now, your reigning world men's supreme fighter and ultimate gauntlet champion, please welcome... we Ladies and gentlemen, he is the immortal one. He is Griffith Davian. Griffith, good evening. Good evening. How are you doing there? How are you doing, sir? You now know all four of your opponents uh, for tomorrow's for Philadelphia Freedom. Vex, Ultimate Gauntlet. Strangleheart, Supreme Fighter. Dees, men's championship, and then the Teflon chic, world heavyweight title. Where do you want to start?
1: Well let's start with Strangleheart because apparently someone needs to explain to him that his match is early in the night because it's not that highly ranked of a title, right? It's, you know, so when he asked these to, how do you say it, kick my ass to soften me up for his match, I don't think he understood that I'm not going to face these for like, like an hour and a half after our match is over. Does, does he not understand
0: how cards work like, and of course be, and of course under the new rules of the 32 to 1 event run by the raven you were able to choose the stipulations as champion yeah, yeah, yeah. for your yeah, title yeah, yeah. match you chose cage match you're going to go into the steel cage against strangleheart uh any uh, what was the logic behind choosing cage match rules I
1: just hadn't had a cage match in a while and it's not like it matters who... It it, it doesn't matter what kind of match I face Strangleheart in. He's going to beat him. So I I might as well have some fun.
0: Okay. Well, that's simple enough. Good luck to you against Strangleheart. It also keeps you from, you know, tucking tail and running away crying. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Ultimate Gauntlet Championship on the line for the first time in quite a while. It's been many moons since you've had since you won that Ultimate Gauntlet Championship, you now get to defend it for the first time against a Lady Vex. Tell me about how. Tell me about what you expect from Lady Vex tomorrow.
2: Uh, a fight. I expect a fight. That's yeah. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. Uh, you know, I guess if if someone was finally going to run through the gauntlet, it wasn't going to be someone easy. That's for sure. Um, like I know what it takes to get through that gauntlet. I, I've, I've done it. Uh, and you look who's held this title over over its lifespan. And you know you, you don't you don't get you know the random lucky curtain jerker that you know accidentally trips and falls himself into a belt. Like you you have to you have to maintain a certain level of excellence, and then get a title shot and win. You know so you know I I, it, I knew whoever I was going to get a, a match against. It was going to be. A serious contender, but you know, but you know, I there there are other people I could have gotten that I would have been like, hey, you know, for my first defense of this belt, you know, let's 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 just kind of wade in, let's let's you know, just just, you know, let's feel how the waters are. But no, 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 it's fine. Paragon's just like, hey, grip, nudge, and now I'm you know in the nine foot end of the pool. It's fine, it's fine. I know how to swim. I'll be
0: good. All right, and so you're expecting a tough a, a tough match with Vex tomorrow. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I yeah.
1: more so than even usual actually, because I I think I think she's hungry. I don't I don't think that I don't think that she likes that she sort of fell out of the the limelight a little bit there, and I think she she wants to prove a point. And I don't mean to me, I I, I think she wants to prove that point to the entire locker room and to herself, um, and unfortunately i'm the person that she's going to have to prove it against you know and when i say that normally when i would say that i would mean unfortunately for her but in this case i I kind of mean unfortunately for both of us because you know it's unfortunate for her that the person she's going to have to face to try and do that is is me you know because apparently according to some people around here i'm the crusher of dreams so you know you know it's, it's apparently you know bad luck but uh you know, but it's also you know not great for me because it's already a tough opponent who's now more motivated than usual when I've got a lot of other stuff on my plate.
0: fair enough, defending the men's championship tomorrow against these not the first time I believe you've ever defended against him, so it's I another believe it's, I this believe, believe the third third time uh, these will be attempting to rust that men's championship uh out of your grasp. Uh, your thoughts on facing Deez at tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom Look,
1: uh, De- Deez's record against me is not what you would call stellar but he is a very strong competitor and he tends to bring things up a notch at pay-per-views i grant this um but he has to ask himself like to get this match at all he had
6: to get past
1: me does he think he can do it two times in a row
0: i don't but could the third time be the charm for D's tomorrow in Philadelphia Freedom? And if there's any time when someone could upset you for that title, it could be tomorrow night when you've got so much on your plate. But let's move on to the main event now. It is the Teflon Sheik challenging you for the world heavyweight championship. It is a he, Teflon Sheik has been very vocal over the last few years since his arrival at RAWF we all kinda of know what the trouble and the noise he's made. We know what kind of trouble and noise he's made for you in recent days. Talk to me about Teflon Chic tomorrow.
2: Well let's let's let's
0: first talk about Teflon Chic now. You see uh,
1: Bacon over here kind of mentioned you it earlier like, like he, and, he, and he was right. Chic did something he shouldn't done and, and, and he, he crossed the line that not very many people have ever crossed and certainly none have crossed and come back to talk about it. And he, he took something that belongs to me. But you see I'm a kindler, gentler, more more well balanced Griffith these days, lucky for him. So what I decided is the best way to handle him taking something that doesn't belong to him was for me taking something that does belong to him, or as of earlier this afternoon, did belong to him.
0: And that would be?
2: Oh, you see,
1: uh, you've experienced this. You understand that sometimes I've been known to use my financial well-being as a weapon. I've been known to do it. Yes. You may recall I I owned your building for a while. Um, Yes. Yeah. So I own a new building and the corporation in it and its employees and all its assets as of this afternoon. Yeah, that would be the one that uh,
0: Sheik used to take what was mine. (laughs) And, and, and uh, uh, so you owned a building. Okay. Wow. Oh, no, no. So I, I own the company. You own the company. Oh, so. I bought got that from you, under him. You, you got, you got, you got back what was yours. However, tomorrow night, he's looking to take something else that is currently yours, the world heavyweight championship. Now his oh, no, record.
1: No, no, no. He well, still has what's mine. And we'll uh, have words about that.
0: I just took
1: away the tool he used to do it.
0: Okay. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. Hopefully you can get that back. And hopefully he doesn't take something else away from you tomorrow night when he faces you for the World heavyweight Championship. Now, odds are, considering his record against you, which is, well. And what horrible. was the again? 0 and 8, I believe.
1: Yeah, that would be
0: right. Yeah. I don't
1: think ninth times in charge as a charm is a thing. I don't think that's a thing.
0: Nope. No, it's not. But at the same time, it is also the first time he has ever challenged for the World Heavyweight Championship uh, since coming into RAWF. I mean, it's a different, different type of monster. Granted, he's facing a man he's never been able to beat. Uh, he right now is extremely confident, uh, and I have a message from him right here if you are ready to hear it. Sure, why why not? All right. For, via vocaroo.com ladies and gentlemen, where all of you can record promos for this radio show. Uh I recommend vocaroo.com uh for this. Here is the Teflon chic.
2: Hello!
7: The time for words, petty vindictiveness, reactionary childishness, and posturing is over. This Sunday, the 4th of July, 2021, is a date that will go down in R.A.W.F. history as the day the Sheik finally got the biggest win of his company career over the world champion, the immortal Griffith. Resting the championship belt from his grubby little hands... In the process. Challenger versus champion. Man versus monster. Mortal versus immortal. Now, this confrontation is long overdue and the verdict will be delivered by the will of Allah. The sheikh will persevere and vanquish his enemy. There's an inscription on the Liberty Bell. Proclaim liberty throughout all the land unto all the inhabitants thereof. Well, The Sheik is going to liberate the championship from you on the 4th of July, and the inhabitants of this land will then have no choice but to bow down to me. Griffith, I worked for nearly two years trying to debunk your immortality claims. cost me a reasonable fortune to accomplish what I did, but it was worth every dinar. The Sheik would uncover an answer, and then magically two more questions would pop up. This happened for over 19 months until I was able to procure a particular item right out from under your stupid nose. And you wanted that painting so badly, didn't you, Griffith? Or should I say Blackbeard? (laughs) You know what? No, no, I'm not calling you that. I don't care what evidence you laid out, what trail you falsified, or even whether all of these claims of being supernatural are even true. Because in the end, none of it matters. When you knee-jerked and came after me with corporate prejudice, it's not like the Sheik wasn't prepared. You destroyed my acquisitions company for antiques. Utterly. And totally. You put a great deal of good people out of work. And they're now unfortunate pawns in our little game, thanks to you. But you know what? That's fine. That's fine, you groveling bug, because You tipped your hand. See, now I know exactly who I'm dealing with. You're not supernatural. You're not unbeatable. And though there's a story and a half here in front of me, I refuse to believe that you are immortal. What you are, however, is a man. A man with a heart. That was evident when you went after that painting of what I can only believe is your Victorian sow of the week, Or at least in your mind. You may be immortal. You may be absolutely insane. Neither matters. Because you've proven that you are just a man. But the same desires, the same needs, and sins, as well as a heart that pumps that foul emotional sludge for this 300 year old trollop. If there's a heart, it bleeds. And if it bleeds, the Sheik can kill it. And on Sunday in Philadelphia, it's going to go down in history as a day of infamy. The day the Sheik finally defeated you and took the RAWF world title, ushering in a new era in history, one that your misbegotten art skank is mercifully not around to witness. Try and make me famous, Davion. The sheik is already infamous. And on Sunday, you will bow to me, dog! Hello!
0: Your thoughts on what the sheet just said? A blind man would hit a
1: dartboard more accurately than he is. <laughs> oh, wow. So first, let me correct some things he, he had to say. See, he assumes that because I acquired what was his, that obviously I I destroyed it and fired all of his employees. and he And he believes that because that's what he would do. When in fact, all of those fine, hardworking people have been re- you know, re- replaced in other companies at higher salaries because, you see, unlike the sheik, I well, I'm here to help. So that's, let's keep that correct in, in there. And then uh, he doesn't believe I'm normal Well, many before him have not believed it. He can believe what he likes. You can see at the end of the day, he says that what bleeds, he can kill. I think what he's forgotten is that when I bleed, I just get meaner and meaner and meaner. So go ahead, Sheik. Make me bleed. See how that works for you. Try to topple me from the mountain that I built with my own hands. People better than you have tried and failed. Who knows, maybe you'll be the proverbial boy with a stone to take down the giant. I mean, you already fit the role for the small boyish figure. Chic. You say that you've proven me weak, you've proven me nothing more than a man, you've proven all these things, but the only thing you did was prove what I have said all along about you. You are inconsequential. I own real estate in your head, and you've admitted it. 19 months? 19 months and a half a fortune to dig into me. (laughs) I would laugh harder if it weren't so pathetic. 19 months, eight straight losses, and you think that you've proven something about me? The only thing you've managed to prove is that I'm exactly what I say I am. And what I've been telling you all along is that I am better than you. You do not come even close to the tier of talent that is the immortal one. You want me to, quote, unquote, make you famous? I don't need to make you famous, boy. I'm going to make you irrelevant.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom, it all comes to a head when the Immortal Griffith defends the World Heavyweight Championship against the Teflon Sheik in our main event. Griffith, good luck tomorrow in all of your title matches. Any final words for any of your opponents?
1: Hmm. To the rest of you, do yourself a favor. Don't get me directing any of my anger at him, at you.
0: All right. The Immortal Griffith, ladies and gentlemen, four title defenses tomorrow against four RAW top tier RAWF superstars. Can he do it once again? Walk out with all four of those titles at Philadelphia Freedom. We find out tomorrow at Lincoln Financial Field. All right, Make, meanwhile, while Griff's probably making his 300th appearance on R.A.W.F. pay-per-views, someone will be making their first ever appearance on an R.A.W.F. pay-per-view, the Doctor of Loveonomics, Necro-G, to take on Aaron McFadden in a flag match. We have a message from Necro-G via Vocaroo.com. Let's listen in. Good
6: evening, Good. gents and hello sexy ladies this is the doctor of lovinomics philadelphia freedom r-a-w-f this is gonna be a show to love now you see the doctor's normally in a good mood but i'm all out of chill pills tonight you see <laughs> R-A-W-F for two reasons. Number one, I wanted some fierce competition. I'm tired of being overlooked and underbooked. While well, I'm out here wrestling my ass off every day of the week for these so-called wrestling companies. I'm a freaking doctor for Christ's sake. I deserve more respect than this. And if I'm not going to get it, then I'm going to take it. Now, number two, R-A-W-F... And listen, that love, you would think that coming to the city of brotherly love would show that R.A.W.F. has love. But you're wrong. This disgusting, vile, putrid, trash heap of a town is filled with nothing but backwoods yokels building bars and city-slickin' jackasses who are more worried about where they can park their cars than helping each other and showing love. Going to make an impact that will crack the RAWF landscape like that stupid bell. And at Philadelphia Freedom, there's gonna be a bell ringing, and it's gonna be after I win my flag match against Aaron McFadden. Then I'll have nothing left to do but to take
0: RAWF and love it to death. Use the words from the Doctor of Lemonomics, Necro G. Wow, L vacant. What are your thoughts on hearing Necro G for the first time and what he had to say? Uh, you know, look, I you know, first we
1: got that song from him. I thought, oh, this guy's you know, this guy's pretty chill. He's pretty relaxed. He's pretty laid back. And then we get this. So, uh, you know, I I kind of don't know what to think. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't feel good for his opponent. Uh, who
0: who is he facing? Aaron McFadden in a flag match tomorrow. Aaron McFadden. Okay. Um,
1: Aaron, um, sorry, look, I i mean, normally I don't call the undercard matches, but I'm, I'm calling this one. I, I i think the, the doctor of, uh, love, what did you say? Loveonomics. Is that right? Is that a, is that a thing? I, you know Not what? It. I don't know if it's a thing, but it should be a thing. Cause I like, I dig it. I'm going, I'm calling that right now. The doctor is in and oh, Aaron is going to be out cold.
0: Making his R.A.W.F. pay-per-view debut, the Doctor of Loveonomics Necro-G, taking on Aaron McFadden in a flag match, should be a very good match as well. Let's bring on now Mr. R.A.W.F. He is the one and only.
3: Broken every boundary And now it's retribution time
0: Judge, are you there? I'm
2: starting to think Judge. he just doesn't like his entrance song
0: anymore. I I, I don't know. Uh, but apparently he is, once again, out doing something or other. So um, we're going to take a quick song break, and maybe hopefully he'll be back by the time we, we get out of song break. When we return, hopefully we will talk with Judgment. There are Maeve, Lady Vex, and Mark Caliber all on deck as well. And uh, we'll be talking more about Philadelphia Freedom. This is R.A.W.F. After Hours on the Back to Basics Radio Network. Is this official theme song for Philadelphia Freedom, the 4th of July. Uh, so great song. I love it. Uh, I don't think yeah, Judge is back. Yeah, I thought so. I thought so as well. Uh, I don't believe Judge is back yet. So uh, let's move on, and hopefully we'll get to him in just a little bit. Let's bring on the reigning Midnight Hobo and Hatfield and McCoy champion, Please welcome... Ladies and gentlemen, she is Black Irish's own Maeve O'Hare joining us now. Good evening, Maeve.
8: Good evening, bossman. Good evening, vacant.
0: Hola, ¿cómo
1: está?
8: I'm keeping well. How are you doing?
1: I mean, I'll be better when you come take your seat.
8: All right, get it all warmed up for me. Here you go.
1: There right?
2: you
8: go. Thank you. How are you keeping, bossman?
0: I'm doing well, Wave. Doing well and so are you. Uh first of all, congratulations on making it to the semifinals of the Xantha Platinum Memorial Tournament. Uh Yeah, I'm still not sure run. how that happened. Well, you know, yeah. I think it's yeah, called kicking ass. It's called kicking ass, definitely. Uh no doubt about it. It was a a it been a good run and you know, I'm not gonna say anything else to jinx it, but good.
8: Don't run. don't you dare. Don't you even think it.
2: Second jinx. <laughs> why, don't you, why
8: don't you find a twinkie to eat so you won't say nothing you shouldn't?
0: I I might do that. But at any rate, moving along uh moving along tomorrow, two title defenses for you. Uh against one against the opponent you faced before. Uh in hot shot chaz. That will be for the Hatfield and McCoy. Championship and then another, and then the Midnight Hobo Championship against Rattlesnake Ron. Let's talk about Hatfield and McCoy against Hotshot Chaz. He's still looking for his first RAWF Gold, but once again, coming up against a tough opponent. Uh, in you, talk to me about what you expect out of Hotshot Chaz tomorrow.
8: I mean, I expect a good fight. Chaz Chazlet always gives me a good fight, but I don't know. There's just something about him in title matches, like. I feel bad for the lad. Like He's he's a good fella, and I feel like he could really go places, but it just seems like every time he gets in the title match, he just kind of folds apart and forgets how to wrestle. Um,
2: I didn't say I mean,
8: what what didn't you say?
1: I I didn't say any of that. It wasn't me. So, you know, I've already got one guy who challenged me to a street fight because, you know, I said inappropriate things. So uh, I didn't say this. It was her.
8: We're not we're not talking about Greg Mediano right now. I mean fair. Um but no Chaz Chaz is a good wrestler and I think someday he's gonna get there. I just I don't reckon it's gonna be against me.
0: Fair point. Fair point. And as we said, he's has challenged you before for the midnight hobo championship. Uh we'll see what happens with the Hatfield and McCoy Championship and then the rat, but speaking of the Midnight Hobo Championship, defending it against Rattlesnake Ron, uh, you're just 24 hours away from that. What are your thoughts on defending that title against a veteran like Ron?
8: I wish I – I don't know. I tell a lot. I was going to say I wish I knew why he disliked me so much, but I think I know why he dislikes me so much. Um, I'm not I sure think. why he thinks – I I mean, that's part of it. Uh Maybe he hates redheads. redheads. Uh, apparently some it folks be. do. Uh, I, it, it may be. Um, I mean, there's no accounting for taste. Uh, but it's fine because I purely hate snakes, and so I've got little use for him anyway. Um, but what I really wonder is why he thinks that it's going to be some walk in the park. I mean, he's tough. I'm not taking nothing away from him. I've, I've seen his matches. Um, obviously he's gotten himself into the tag title match at the pay-per-view tomorrow. I let, that reminds me, I asked a question, boss man, and no one answered it. So I'm going to ask you, because if anyone would know, you would. Is there a way that both teams can lose that match?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid. No. Uh, no, it doesn't, it, it doesn't work that way. I'm afraid uh, they're both. One of them will walk out as tag team champions tomorrow, which, So, one way or another.
8: Uh, Six of one, half a dozen of the other.
2: (sighs) Yeah.
8: Well, at any rate, uh, uh, good luck to him in that match because I have no intentions of, uh, what was it he said, relinquishing the belt to him. Uh, It's important to have rules, but they should really be more realistic than that.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Any final words for either of them?
8: Chaz, lied. good luck. You know that I, I like you um, as, as much as I can like anyone who's not Irish. Uh, <laughs> but don't get your hopes up and don't be too hard on yourself. That's the other thing I've noticed about Chaz is that he gets real down on himself when, he, when he's not doing so well. And, you know, that's a slippery slope because the next thing you know, you get frustrated and you start eye gouging out of ma- matches that you thought you had won. Um, so I just I would warn him away from that sort of behavior. It's unprofessional. Um, as for rattlesnake Ron, I would just like to remind him that snakes don't have very good luck against the Irish. Um, so I would focus my energy on the tag match because that one's a lot more winnable than Midnight Hobo.
0: <laughs> All right. So. Sounds like you're ready for tomorrow, Mave. Good luck to you in both oh, your title matches. One more thing,
8: boss man, before I go, because I okay. didn't. I asked this question in a match I had recently, um, and I asked it to someone that I thought would know, and and he didn't have nothing to say to me. So now that I live in America, you know, I've been living in the states full time for almost a year now. How am I meant to celebrate the Fourth of July? Because we don't we don't have the Fourth of I mean we have July Fourth in Ireland, but obviously we don't have the Fourth of July as a holiday. So, what sort of things should I be doing to celebrate? Uh,
1: I believe blowing things up.
8: See, when, uh, when I start talking about blowing things up, everyone wants to say that I'm part of the IRA. So that's not fair. Oh, good
1: point. That, ooh, yeah, that that could be a problem.
0: I, t- I tell you what. I tell you what. May look at it this. Think of think of the Fourth of July as Saint Patrick's Day, where you. Don't worry. Instead of wearing green, you wear red, white, and blue, and you 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 set off fi- and you watch or set off fireworks. <laughs> the rest is pretty, pretty much the same.
8: Oh no no! So I, drink to, a lot. so I go to I go to church all day because that's what we do back home for St. Patrick's Day.
0: <laughs> okay no. Well okay no. Let's just say you it,
8: Americans it, have really weird ideas about St. Patrick's Day. <sighs>
1: I mean, they
8: have odd, odd ideas about Cinco de Mayo, too. That's, that's true. I yeah,
1: no, heard. no, actually, I'll take that back. We we really drink a lot that day, too.
8: I mean, if we're meant to be drinking. Oh, it's more like Guy Fawkes Day. Oh, all right, all right.
2: That that explosions to
1: drinking, yeah.
8: And there you go. Um, I also heard that I'm supposed to be throwing big slabs of meat on a grill. Is, is that something that you do?
0: Or, oh you yes, sure. do that. yeah, yeah. You, you should do. That's that's a, just about every holiday.
8: I mean, just that's like fair. Well, not yeah. all of us work in a food truck, lad.
0: I recommend ribeye steaks. Ooh, they,
8: they, I do they, like well. ste- all right, so everyone after the show, we will get together and enjoy lots of juicy meat. Right? Sound good. Awesome.
1: Don't
0: forget to get a cheap to Lupa. All right, ladies and gentlemen, she is your Midnight Hobo and Hatfield McCoy champion. She is Maeve O'Hare. Two big matches for her tomorrow night. Good luck, Maeve.
8: Thank you, both men. Good night, Vacant.
0: Bye-bye, Vacant. Bye. So, L vacant tomorrow yeah. at Philadelphia Freedom. I am taking on Claymore. In a high voltage steel cage. Have you seen some That's of the true. things Claymore has been saying as of late? How what, no, what I don't he's been. To you don't pay attention. Well, let's let's hear something Let's hear uh, from Claymore now via Volkeru.com. <laughs>
9: To you I'm dealing with some conflicting emotions right now. Firstly, I'm disappointed. You are supposed to be the greatest company owner in Unstoppable and when I called you out it was because I thought you needed to see first hand what you were allowing to happen. I naively kind of assumed you were maybe careless at best and borderline negligent at worst. If I was a gambling man I would have guessed that you were too blinded by the large dollar sign to realise what your roster actually goes through. And honestly, I would have still assumed that today, were it not for the farce you pulled last week, hand-picking my opponent for last week's superstars. But no, now I realise what you truly are, a danger to myself and all the other people who lay their bodies on the line at RAWF events. So. Yes, you disappoint me. But, and here's where your problems start, I'm also jubilant. You see, despite your best attempts to soften me up for the pay-per-view by feeding me to be immortal, I am feeling better than I have all month since I shed my blood for your profit. See, your lapdog Griffith fell at my hand and that's given me a well-needed boost as we head to Philadelphia and also dealt a blow for Griff as he prepares to hand his world title over to the Teflon Chic. Good times. And so, there's my final feeling. I'm motivated. You see, Amadeus, last week's vulgar display of power abuse has shown the world your true colours. Your cunning, Rufus, but most importantly, scared of what the good man will do to you. You took a calculated risk that Griff would soften me up, but you didn't bank on me. By showing me your hand, all you did is piss me off and show me that I am 100% vindicated in going down my chosen path. So congrats boss, your misjudged actions have motivated me beyond belief. I will show you the error of your ways. And uh, your shady scheming assure me that in this case, mercy will not be required. So, when you're screaming like a banshee, and your ridiculous hair smoulders as electricity courses through your body, remember this. You brought this on yourself, and you deserve every single second of it. See you in hell. <laughs>
0: Ah, Claymore, 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 the good man, the savior of radical America, two-time RAWF world champ, four-time white lightning champion, Out to bite the hand that has fed you now for over three years. For over a year before Immortal, you sought to tarnish, humiliate, and destroy the paragon of greatness, but after all that effort, you ultimately failed and became a laughingstock, when you had to grovel at Paragon's feet in front of millions of people all over the world. But then at Radaversy, you had a chance to get some sort of redemption, sense of redemption. Start over with a clean slate when you were inducted into the RAWF Hall of Fame. A reason to crow, a reason to brag, and a reason to make us forget what happened to you at Immortal. But did that happen? No. Because you had to put yourself in a situation at Radiversary That puts your own health in serious jeopardy. But not only did you do that and have it backfire on you, you then turned to blame someone else for your problems, that person being me. So be it, Claymore. You want to lay the blame for your recent humiliations and failings over the very person you owe all your accomplishments to in RAWF? You want to get into the high-voltage steel cage with the jukebox hero and try to destroy me? all in a juvenile attempt to save face, so be it. But I promise you, Claymore, you are not ready for what comes next. Oh, yes, it's true. You've competed and won literally dozens of matches in that cage over your RAWF career. But you have never faced the one man who in his one and only time competing in that cage... Killed a man. Now that man was immortal and he quickly revived, but the fact is, it happened. Plato once said, No evil can happen to a good man either life in either in life or death. Well, Claymore, I promise you, Plato was wrong. Very wrong. You have no idea what evil awaits you tomorrow. It could quite possibly be the last match you ever have. You want to know what danger is? You're going to find out at Philadelphia Freedom. I am going to teach you a lesson in humility, and I'm going to do it
2: Amadeus style. What? Well,
1: first, that was creepy. Second of all, I see what you did there.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, our next guest challenges the Immortal Griffith for the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom. Please welcome...
2: I'm not your friend. On the connected field. You think that you're a man. I think that's what I can. I'm not your friend. On the connected field. You think that you're a man. I think that's what I can. I'm not your friend. I'm not your friend. You think that you're a
0: Ladies and gentlemen, the lovely lady Vex now joining us on After Hours. Good evening, Vex.
10: Hi. You're scary right now. I'm gonna what? stay over here by vacant. I'm gonna stay what? over here by vacant. What I do?
1: You never sit on my lap.
10: I'm not sitting on your lap. I'm sitting. I'm well, gonna sit what, just so a little bit here behind like, you. Why are you beating me? No. You sit closer to him scarier when he does it in summertime.
0: Oh God Dude what I, I have no idea. Okay. Uh Vex, you stand over there, whatever. But uh tomorrow, uh Philadelphia Freedom, the Immortal Griffith Ultimate Gauntlet Championship. You've been on quite the tear. You went through uh five people in the gauntlet. Plus, you went through several people to win the extra points tournament, which, by the way, congratulations. Uh, So you must be feeling pretty good right now. Uh, How confident, how high is your confidence going in, going up against Griff tomorrow for the Ultimate Gauntlet Championship?
10: Oh, I'm confident it's going to be a great match. Beyond that, I can't predict a thing. (laughs) Griff's got a busy night. Um... You know, and there's going to be different different ways he has to handle each and every one of us. And by all means, I do want him to retain his other belts, because <laughs> I don't like most of the people he's facing. But that's beside the point. Uh, you know, gauntlet is something we don't get to see very often, but at, um, sometimes for months, obviously. And the way Griff went through the gauntlet when he did was very decisive. A uh, a point was proven, and as I was in there going for my run, you could see people lining up, going, "Oh, I better get in here. Oh, I better get in here," and before it before you knew it, it was uh, there was quite a list to be added, and it's always the same people that when I get on a tear, they perk up. They're going to deny it all that they want. and Maybe they don't even realize that I'm talking about them. But uh, it's the same people that perked up when Griff made his run. And I think this is a lot more than uh, people realize about what the uh, RAWF Hall of Fame members Uh, what effect we have. And I I get to say that now. The effect that we have on people in this company. Um, Facing Griff, my former tag partner. Someone I have uh, agreed with and fought with more than I care to admit. (laughs) I can't say for sure that I'm going to come out with that belt, but I do know that everything will be left in the ring. Everything.
0: All right. Well, it is definitely going to be an epic match. Uh, And, I mean, I don't know if Griff would agree, but out of the four people that he faces tomorrow, uh, if I was him, I'd be the most worried about you. Uh, But. I'm not him, so I don't know who <laughs> what he's thinking. I do know he's pissed off at Sheik. Told you and Changle and Dees not to piss him off like and take any away of that anger. So uh with that being
2: you said know how ex-
10: often I accidentally piss him off. It's accidental. <laughs> Be like walking through and you know singing a song and it's the wrong song usually because it gives well, him an earworm and then it's stuck in his head for three hours. But by then I'm long gone.
0: Yeah, I did that last week when I played the, the, that song on. He 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 didn't like that too much. So. <laughs> but yeah, at any rate vex big it is a huge night for you tomorrow night at going up against the immortal Growth for the ultimate gauntlet championship uh and congratulations once again extra points tournament boosted you up into second at least for the time being uh I'm sure that got you a little excited was that uh it must be nice to f- be back up in the upper echelon
10: um it was nice to finally add that extra points tournament title or list um uh, win there to the list of things i've done in rawf i've made it to the finals a lot of times so that that i'm more excited about that part of it than i am about my ranking um but that's a lot more complicated than winning a title than a winning a tournament All i think right. you should play that song tomorrow
0: i don't want to take any anger away from, well, then again, if I play it during <laughs> his match with Sheik, you think that, no, ooh, probably not, probably not a good idea, but, okay, during, all right.
10: During Strangleheart, during the Strangleheart match.
0: <laughs> I don't think he needs an extra motivation.
10: It was, it's hardcore, right? <laughs> For Cage? There's no DQ, come on.
0: <laughs> Tempting, but I think I'll pass. I'll be busy. I'll be busy with my own um, match against Claymore.
2: <laughs>
10: yeah, I was thinking about checking that out. I, I hadn't realized um, my former boss had such a beef with my
0: regular boss. Well, I didn't know till a couple weeks myself, but apparently uh, he does. So we will see what happens tomorrow. Uh, Claymore and I in the high voltage steel cage but Vex any final words for Griff
10: no I really got nothing It's I, I, there's so much actually there's there's a million things I could say and uh, there's not anyone that jumps out above the others
0: all right, thank you, Vex. You, ha- good luck to you tomorrow against Griffiths. Ultimate Gauntlet Championship will be on the line. Thanks, Ellen. All right, next up, ladies and gentlemen, the mysterious one. He is. Marcus Caliber is here. Marcus, good evening.
3: Good evening, La. How are you doing tonight?
0: I'm fine, Marcus. Uh, so, you know, you've been kind of quiet. You and uh, you and your brother, and along with Demented Fallen you've kind of been a little quiet over the past few weeks. What's been going on? What is there? You planning something? Uh, something? What's What's new with your little group?
3: Well, it's funny you should ask that, L.A. A few weeks ago, as I was leaving my boiler room, as you know, I've been hiding in there for a while. And as I was leaving, I've come across an anonymous letter. I felt that it was important I should bring it with DFA. And apparently, when I opened the letter, it's actually from a man who calls himself Benanzio. I don't. I didn't know why. Didn't really care. That was until we read it.
2: Apparently,
3: the Void Hackers were impressed of how we dealt with them. Apparently, they wanted to form some kind of alliance.
0: They wanted to form a what?
3: An alliance, L.A.
0: Ah, an alliance. Interesting. And so, are you going to align with them? What is the plan?
3: Well, at first, We were pretty skeptical about it, but that wasn't until I found a calling card, so to speak, and on that calling card was a face that I I knew looked familiar, and I know I've talked about this peculiar face for a little while. You probably know the class that I'm talking about.
0: I'm sorry. Could you repeat that last phrase? I couldn't quite hear you. Speak up a little bit.
3: My apologies. I'll just tell you anyway. It was the face of Aggie.
0: Oh, well, that's never good when you see the face of Aggie. What? what, So what what happened
2: then?
3: I don't know. We haven't approached them yet, but we did get some idea that apparently it may have something to do with Aggie's family.
2: Hmm. Huh. Interesting. All right.
0: So, well, Mark... I don't know what you you plan on doing with this alliance. I suppose that you and DFA and Alexander have to uh, discuss it and think about it. But, um, I mean, Cosa Nostra is getting quite strong here in R.A.W.F. It might not be a bad idea, I'm just saying. Not saying you should, not saying you shouldn't. But um, it's definitely something to consider. With that being said, strangely enough... Marcus, tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom, since you do have an opponent, and that opponent just happens to be Aggie.
2: Oh well, well. well. <laughs> it is well, should.
0: It is definitely going to be an interesting match, uh, taking on the new Hall of Famer, Aggie uh, Marcus. Good luck to you tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom, and we'll see what happens.
3: Thank you. And uh, one more thing before I go. I want to say congratulations on winning the Australian Hardcore Heavyweight title in Commonwealth. Congratulations to you,
0: Oh, thank you, thank you, and it, it, it's. I'm uh, I'm 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 glad I don't have to be Australian, to win that. I, I'm, yeah. Is there a reason it's the Australian Hardcore Heavyweight Title? Is there is there a story behind well, this championship?
3: From, well, from when I started, it's all action wrestling has been based around the Australian New Zealand region and it it is pretty much a hardcore brand so
2: all
0: right well uh, to me it's just another foo bar city street fight title so i'll just take it and uh i'll run with it we'll see what happens but thank you marcus it, it is an honor to hold a title in commonwealth wrestling so all right thank you very much sir M- Anything else you'd like to any any final words?
3: Well, let's just say, and this has actually just come up. I have given a pretty good idea. We might actually get that peculiar dream match after all. <laughs>
0: All right, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the mysterious Marcus Caliber. Uh he will be taking on new RAWF Hall of Famer Aggie tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom. All right, time for take two. Judgment are you there? Judgment. Calling judgment. Judgment. Come in, judgment. What's up?
3: Judge? Is that me? you? Yes. We can,
0: you hear, me? They can yeah. hear you. Where why? are you where are you? are you in the basement or something
5: i uh i'm 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 out here getting preparations for your july fourth extra oh.
0: month. okay well, that explains why you didn't <clears throat> didn't answer the call you, you you do so good I'm glad how are preparations going and do i have do I have any reason to be concerned about this firework display tomorrow
5: well, you don't have no concern. No, you don't have any concern. It's gonna be one for the record books.
0: For the record books, really. You're not gonna yeah. you promise me you're not gonna burn down Lincoln Financial Field with these fireworks, are you? No, I'm not gonna burn down Lincoln Financial Field. <laughs> you're not gonna burn down any of Elva El Vacan's L- taco trucks with these fireworks, are you? Better not.
5: No, I don't think his I think his fire trucks are gonna be safe this time. Oh yes this is Food trucks gonna
2: <laughs> yeah, <It's fine>. right. <laughs> be
5: Yeah, <laughs> clear about that. Just wanted to get it out there. Yeah, his food trucks right. are gonna be clear.
0: All right. Well, I look forward to it, then, Judge. I look very much look forward to it. Everybody's
5: gonna be safe. Everybody's gonna, it's gonna be a nice little
0: display. It's mm-hmm. gonna be a, okay. We're not gonna it's, take it's, out any celebrity homes. Sort of no, we're not gonna I'm do not, anything like
5: that. I mean, you know okay. what I say.
0: All right. Fine. Yeah, and hopefully we also are not going to be taking out any national monuments tomorrow when you take on Uber and TPO in this Liberty Bell match, right? Uh, I can't promise you that. Uh, I oh, do know that there's going to be.
5: Of course, I'm going to ring. I'm going yeah, to. to have another crack in the bell? they has another crack. Who knows? Who's counting?
0: I don't. So I just don't want to judge. Do you really – you may I'm not – you may actually enjoy prison. I know I won't. I'll be all right with prison. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the resp- – <sighs> so what are you try – what is the – what – you know, Uber Vegan had an issue with you. You're gonna settle it in this Liberty Bell match for some odd reason with the Liberty Bell match. But what do you plan? What do you hope to accomplish uh, in beating Uber V and TPO?
5: I'm um, gonna enjoy accomplishing beating him again, like I did before, and see what see if he gets riled up again. But I don't know what happened. I beat him, and he got riled up, and wanted to fight again. And I was like, no, no, you can't do this. And as to be in, uh, you know, you want another match, you have to impress me to make me. Give me a reason why you want another match. And kind of like Griff, you know, give me a reason why I should fight you. And uh, he, he went out and he destroyed my, you saw my dressing room, you saw my office, you saw what he did to everything. You know, it cost me, just to clean the office and get my office back to the order, it cost over $500,000. I mean, come on.
2: What? What? Yeah.
5: what kind of office have I let you have? Well, I mean, my Italian marble flooring had to come all the way, all the way from France.
0: Did you say Italian and, you know, marble the, the, flooring the, the, that the, had the, to come the, all the, the, the way Versace, from France?
5: Yeah, the, okay. the you know the 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 Versace uh, drapes and the Versace, you know, Versace makes it great. You know, pillows. Yeah, yeah. they do. You know, and Louis Vuitton. I mean, look at my Louis Vuitton desk. It I made and they made Pope
2: slippers.
5: Gonna have all that funny stuff. <sighs> it's actually true. Those uh, nice, like
1: red velvet slippers you always see the Pope wearing, made by Versace. Yeah.
5: See, and you. Know, and I got a pair of those too, by the way. And see, I'm mean, You should be. You actually should be upset with Uber vegan for causing all this. If it wasn't his. If it wasn't for him. We want to be in this mess. You want you to be
0: having to buy
5: me another office and fix it up.
0: Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, hey, I, I paid for this? Of course. You think I'm going to pay for it on office that I... It was given to me. And, and and he, he, you paying for the fireworks. Why can't you pay destroyed? for your own damn office?
5: It's because he messed up my office. It comes under, it comes under Section 32 of the contract. Section mm-hmm. 32, uh, line 8, uh, qu- uh, paragraph 4. If anything should happen to your office, we will be responsible for refixing it and decorating it back to the original look. So I would go out to Uber if we can bounce you on me. day. i put a boundary on his head. You mean put a boundary. put a boundary on his head?
0: Why would I want to put it, put paper towels on his head?
5: And see, that way now you want me to hit him in here. head. Now you really want me to crack that bell.
0: No, I don't want you to crack the bell. I don't gotcha,
5: want. I'm you. I knew what you were saying. I knew you were saying no, it for me I to crack the the whole time. I knew it it is. No. you no. no, Your secret's safe with me. Trust
0: can, me. Elvick can do something.
1: Uh, what do you want me to do? You you gave him a contract. I it's in the contract. I
5: can't do anything. Ooh, I got I got I got, I got, a, I got a bounty offer.
0: Ooh, you got a what? A bounty offer. At 20%. <laughs> oh, Lord.
5: Yeah, I got a boundary off. I'm to thank you. Thank you, Miss Miss Noah. I'm going to take you on that. But, John. I, I knew the whole time you wanted me to crack the bell again. That's what, that's what, that, was your, that was your deepest secret. That's what, that was your subliminal message to me. And I got it. And I took it. And I ran on it. And that's exactly what, what I'm going to do. I'm going to really fix that. I'm gonna fix it up for you. You don't have nothing to worry about Amadeus. Good luck to you tomorrow, Judge. Come this time tomorrow you. night. Come this time tomorrow night. The Liberty Bill will have a second crack in it and I'm gonna sign it and I'm gonna say compliments of R-E-W-F.
0: Great. Wonderful judge. Thanks. Mm-hmm.
5: Oh, and by the way, Amadeus. The, the special guests have arrived for the performance tomorrow night, so you're gonna love it too.
0: Oh, okay, wonderful, Judge. I can't wait. At least can't wait for that. Let's do that before your match with Uber Vegan, okay? That sounds good to me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, he is Mr. RWF. He is Judgment squ- <laughs> slated to face Uber Vegan TPO. In a Liberty Bell match tomorrow at Philadelphia Freedom.
1: Elvish, K- you're no help at all. I, what, what did you want me to do? It, I learned the hard way. I don't. I don't argue with with him. Like, so now that you know, hey, we just just cancel all the charges. You have the. It's your card. Don't argue with That's- him. Just fix it.
0: I mean, it cancel the card, and then somehow he gets—I don't know. It doesn't. Matter. No, no, don't cancel the card. Call yeah, the I'm not the it's I don't, I don't care. I don't care about the card. I care about going to prison after he friggin' defaces the Liberty Bell even further.
6: Oh, they're not going to let him get there enough.
0: Fine. I mean, I can't. I, I mean, yeah. I well, know. he is
1: resourceful. He did get. He, he keeps getting into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't know how he does that. <laughs> Maybe he's like That's one of those what did you call it? Diddyus savants. Like he's just. You know, he's just re- and his is breaking into things.
3: Ah, he would
0: explain a lot. I've, heard, I've uh, yeah, it could be. You could be right. All right, next up, ladies and gentlemen, here is your reigning platinum dragon champion, square slated to square off against these tomorrow for the platinum dragon championship. Let's talk to the only and one, or the one and only. Mm-hmm. He is the title machine. He is Mithras. Mithras, good evening, sir. Hey, Amadeus.
11: How are you doing? What's going on in RAWsville?
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, So much that I don't know that I could repeat it all to you tonight. Well, but Mithras, well, good evening. Yeah. Uh, what's that? I, I
11: do have a question before we go any further. Who was the uh, – were you t- saying that Judgment was the idiot savant?
1: Well, I said that. Yeah,
11: he. see. Uh, okay, well, Broski, he's not an idiot savant, okay? Come on. He's just an idiot.
0: All right, now, Amadeus, let's, let's go. <laughs> let's talk about defending the Platinum Dragon Championship against Deez tomorrow, Mithras. It's a big match, extremely match. You know D's very, very well. Uh, talk to me yes. about what the, what, what the game plan tomorrow against Deez will be.
11: Well, as you say, he knows me very well, and I know him very
9: well.
0: And so
11: it's going to have to consist of a lot of surprises. And uh, obviously I can't give uh, too much away. Although I must say uh, it's rather amusing that just so coincidentally I'm having a rankings match with none other than Deeks right now. So uh, (laughs) – That was kind of interesting. Random, my ass. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> man, come on. That, that's I, I, I heard the other guy talking about it, Aggie or something with kids. Yeah, come on, really. Anyways, um, so yeah, so geez, yeah, it's going to be a surprise. But hey, you know, speaking of surprises, I did want actually the reason I'm really calling is for everybody here on the call please go check out the Superstars um, uh, title match um, from last Sunday uh, because it was intentionally made a kind of a spectacular in high-flying moves. And at one point, you know, Hawkster, he's my tag team, Brewski, we're we're good. At one point, he hit two corkscrew sentons in a row, and it, it was unbelievable. And I don't think RAWF has ever seen anything like that. And so when I hear people talk about, well, I need to get this for my record and that for this person and yeah, yeah, that's nice. How about you do something for the things? You know? How about you entertain people? And that's what this mess was all about. And you know, Amadeus, I've bitched to you about it before about well what can we do different? That was certainly different.
0: Yeah, I mean, it certainly was one hell of a match, and uh, Hawkster defeating you for the Superstars Championship. Uh, and Congratulations yeah. to him; he is an, so it, good for him. Glad to see you know it was it was definitely a great match, Mithras, uh between Thank you, you and Hawkster it. last week. So
11: well, it's kind of weird to see a you know six six two hundred ninety five pound guy flying through the air on some of those aerial moves, but uh, he executed them almost flawlessly. So yay on him!
0: It's funny how Why that, works. that works. Why is that weird?
2: <laughs>
0: that happens every day and unstoppable, doesn't it? Pretty much, but uh yeah, really... I got you. <laughs> it's
2: like seeing the <laughs>
0: Shepherd. It's
11: like seeing the big German Shepherd, you know, flopping around like a chihuahua. It just doesn't work. It's a thing. It's just no,
0: no, not good. Anyway, so
1: go ahead. The innov-
0: does the innovator of entertainment have any final words for D's before the big match tomorrow for the Platinum Dragon Championship?
11: Uh, be prepared to be unprepared. That's all I can say.
0: Be prepared. That how does that even work? I don't. That, that's, okay. I, I know, right?
11: Me, me getting psycho on somebody, me, uh, uh, you know, making up head games? Can you believe it? Unbelievable. No, never, never.
0: never. <laughs> All right. Well, Mithras, right. Good luck to you tomorrow against D's. Platinum Dragon Championship on the line. Thank you, you've sir. been, you've been a hell of a Platinum Dragon champion. We'll find out if that continues tomorrow night at Philadelphia Freedom. Well,
11: well and let's not you know shortchange D's. I, I won the title from him, and, and he's a hell of a fighter too. He does have someone who tends to stick their nose into uh, uh, his matches, uh, you know, and uh, we'll probably see that person again. But uh, yeah, so it's going to be a good match. I, I think it'll be entertaining for everybody.
0: All right. Mithras defends the Platinum Dragon Championship tomorrow night against D. Should be a hell of a match. All right. L vacant real quick before we go to promotions. There's a few matches we haven't really touched on uh, tonight, but we, we probably should. First of all, national championship. Big Greg challenging Luke Cage the Hell Machine. Uh, Luke, of course, as we know, undergone quite the changes over the last few months and under the tutelage of Aggie and Cosa Nostra but tomorrow he is challenged by a man who's been known to upset people for championships in the past in big Greg. And I know you're not a big fan of big Greg right now, but, uh, unbiasedly, who do you like in this national title match? Uh look, I mean, apparently I, apparently I, I have to go the whole Viva La Rosa
1: route and, and choose big Greg. Cause you know, I, I, I am in a street fight because I didn't do that before. Um, no, uh, Look, I don't actually have a problem with big greg i just don't I don't agree with his particular uh methodology I guess is the word you would use you know apparently, I'm supposed to forego reason and logic because he's also you know a magician. uh i it's just you know not how I do things but uh in this case, I actually think he'll probably win you know, assuming I don't beat him up too too bad earlier in the night in our street fight
2: <laughs>
0: all right i, I... That sh- it should be a good match. Simply the best defends against Liam O'Shaughnessy. The Fubar City Championship STB has surprisingly been a pretty good Bar City Championship champion for a couple for the last couple months. But Liam, the Brick City Bard, looking to win uh, that title back for the win that title for the second time. Who do you like here?
2: Hmm. Uh, what
0: are my options again here? Simply the best and Liam O'Shaughnessy. Yeah.
1: So. So the guy who, who isn't is, calls himself simply the best, but you know, he's in tenth place. Um, and uh, the Brick City Bard, right? Those are my options. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with the Bard. I like him. He's a good guy. He's funny. All right. And he's it's, you know he, he needs a, he should have a time. That's that's the guy. You know you want a guy. Like you're gonna put out in front of the camera and be like, "Hey, this is one of our guys. Like he he's good for that. He's, you know, he he he'd be good."
0: All right, and last question for you, L Vacant, for tomorrow night, four championship matches for Griff. How many belts does he walk away with at Philadelphia Freedom?
2: Oh jeez, uh,
1: I don't know. Can he end up with more?
0: <laughs> no. Oh, nope. then, it's four. Uh... four is the max here. <laughs>
2: I don't
1: know. Like, look, I I don't like assuming. I you know he's
0: he's very motivated
1: right now, and usually when he's motivated he he does pretty well. But he's also very focused on a specific person, and sometimes when he does that he over focuses and then he kind of looks past people. So I'm gonna say he comes out with at
6: least two.
2: All right. So
0: you all right. At least two. That's a good I think that's, that's a pretty pretty safe bet, I would say. All right. So ladies and gentlemen, we will be live on air tomorrow night at seven PM Eastern Standard Time, uh right here on the Back to Basics Radio Network with your R.A.W.F. Philadelphia Freedom pay-per-view. Uh we'll have, we'll talk more about uh Philadelphia Freedom tomorrow. We will we'll have some updates as well about where REWF has been and where it's going here tomorrow night at Philadelphia Freedom. That being said, let's now, I now go around the horn with our promotion, promotion segment. Mark Caliber, anything you would like to promote tonight?
3: Just like to promote Commonwealth Wrestling. Uh, maybe perhaps one of the best companies that I've ever had, no doubt also would like to once again promote a match with Aggie. about time. And maybe once again, perhaps we should be seeing that dream match very soon. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay.
0: Thank you, Marcus. Maeve, anything you have to promote tonight?
8: Oh Yeah, actually I actually have a couple of things. I uh, would like to promote maps, uh, and specifically I'd like everyone to look at maps and see that Ireland and England are two different places. Um, I'd like to promote history books and the reading thereof. <coughs> and I'd like to promote my petition, which I will be sending around once again, asking Bothman to provide mental health care for the workers here on REWS.
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you, Babe. Very much. Mithras, anything you'd like to promote tonight?
11: Yeah, just so you know, there's a new diet plan coming out. It's related to Mithestra. The basic uh, concepts are three. There's three macros, sex, weights, and protein shakes. You'll be hearing more about that soon.
0: All right. Thank you, Mrs. Uh Vex, you have any I kind of like this plan. I- yeah, I did. I- I like that. Uh, Vex, anything you'd like to promote tonight?
10: Um, Sign-ups are still open for judgments, Hatfield and McCoy um, division. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I've been sharing it. Sorry, completely blanked. I do uh, randomize lists for him before he makes his tournaments. Um, I'm not a GM, but I do help him out with that. So a reminder to everyone that if you do not put your name in the scene that has been made that should be linked on the homepage, L.A., that um, we're not going to add you into the tournaments. I mean, Judge might accidentally, and then we have to reset it, and then we have to, you know, try to figure out... Chrome is a bitch, okay? Chrome is a bitch. Chrome is an asshole. Autofill sucks. Anyway, Hatfield and McCoy, seen, shared, in the company, sign up. Let's try to get some more people into these tournaments. If everybody wants something new and special, why aren't these people going for the this belt? Makes no sense. Uh, yeah, that's everything for me as a uh, achievement-seeking whatever. <laughs>
0: All right, thank you Vex. Uh El vacant anything you'd like to promote tonight?
2: Hmm. well, we
1: obviously uh, you know, we've got the new uh the new uh cheesesteak chalupas. we We've got a few different toppings you can put in, you know, you can, you know, being here, you know, we can do the little, little classic, you have a couple of different cheeses. You got uh you get you, you've got uh what else? You got, you know, you got the onions and peppers and a couple other things your choice, a couple different sauces to choose from. You can do it like a pizza steak kind of style. So, you know, come on down to the job, get yourself, you know, this limited time uh order, you know, special for this event only. And who knows, maybe if it's popular enough we'll keep it around.
0: All right. Judge, anything you would like to promote?
5: Yes, I'm gonna promote what Greg said, the Hatfield McCoy things. Get in there and sign up and enjoy it. It's fun, it's exciting, it's it's one of a kind. It's something it's something extravagant and it's something that you can be proud of here in RAWF, and and just want to clear up a few things. Knowing the truth, seeing the truth, but still believing the lies. Mm, we got to grow up. That's all I got to say. I'm going
0: All right, thank you, Judge, and last but not least, the Immortal Griffith. I'd like to promote the end
1: of well fairly unimpressive career, the cessation of the loudest mouth with the least to say, the Teflon chic, because come tomorrow, like I've said before, I will once and for all make him
9: inconsequential.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will be here tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the 4th of July. If you want to join us, that's where we'll be. That's what time we'll be here, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Philadelphia Freedom, Lincoln, Min- Lincoln Financial Field. And uh, we'll be talking more about Philadelphia Freedom, plus I have a couple of announcements to make. So. With that being said, for El Vacant, I am Lord Amadeus. I'm going to take you out on possibly one of the greatest songs of all time.